Hashtag Fresh Politrix. She is from a political foundation, former member of parliament, never a tea lady. In fact, if anything, she owns the farm. Please make some noise <laughs> for Lindiwe Ma Zibuko. Good morning. Good morning, Fresh. Good morning. I'm going to get you wrong. Relebukhile. I know it's a tongue twister. You've caught me in the early hours with my Thank you so much for coming uh, back to us. I just want to reiterate this conversation about why this idea of my vote doesn't really count. There's so many other people is a myth. Yeah, we live in a very different system to people who uh, live in a first-past-the-post system. You may have heard of these constituency-based systems that we're always we're always gunning for here in South Africa. They have it in Zimbabwe, they have it in Zambia, they have it in the UK. In those countries, if you if you can only win the seat if you get 50% plus one, then everybody else who's voted and, and, and 49% of the votes, basically, those votes get wasted. Mm. But in a proportional system, every single vote gets counted. Every single vote. So in a proportional system, whatever the percentage you get in, parla- in, in the election is the percentage of seats you get in parliament. You get 10% of the votes, you get 10% of the seats. And that percentage is based on how many people voted in the election. So mm. depending on which election you're in, it may take 20,000 votes or 30,000 votes to get a seat in parliament. And then what the IEC does with all those parties that fall below the threshold, like if you voted for, I don't know what the sort of marginal small parties are at the moment, but if you voted for a very obscure party and it only got uh, 10,000 votes and that wasn't at the threshold, those 10,000 votes get redistributed amongst the parties who mm. did hit the threshold. Mm. So whether, whether or not you, you choose to vote for a smaller party, you can dilute the bigger party's vote by voting for a small party, even mm. though that party doesn't get a seat in parliament. So whoever has a fraction of a seat, the biggest fraction, will get extra 10,000 seats that didn't, go, didn't get allocated. Anymore. It's called fractional allocation, I think. So in a, in, a, in a PR system, we have far more representation than people have in a, in, a, in a constituency system where, for example, in the UK, you can win 30% of the vote nationally and single seat in parliament because all of your 30% is made up of 40% in one constituency and 10% in another. But here, you can get as little as you know 20,000 votes and that's enough to get you propelled into parliament. Mm-hmm. Often people so, talk of, if anything, yeah. rather make your noise heard by spoiling your ballot. What does spoiling a ballot even mean? So, so spoiled ballots only work in countries where voting is, uh, is required, is, is required by the law. Countries mm-hmm. like Australia make it illegal not to vote mm-hmm. and the government tracks you if you don't turn up for the ballot. Ah. Mm-hmm. So often people who, where voting is compulsory, people who spoil their ballot as a way of saying, I'm not going to vote for any of these clowns. Mm-hmm. But it only makes sense if you are in a country that has mandatory voting. Mm. Um, and there's a few of those, and there's a big debate internationally about we should all have mandatory voting. Most political parties don't like it because it produces the most representative results in mm. terms of everybody having their say, regardless of where they live or who they're planning to vote for. The flip side of mandatory voting is what political parties in the United States and South Africa and elsewhere do, which is called getting out the vote. So what you do is you work to get out the people you know will vote for you, and then you try and suppress the people that you don't think will vote for you. Mm. In America, it's got a very racial, uh, it's got a very racial sort of twist to it. So you'll find that in the Republican constituencies, they will suppress the black vote, 
in order to prevent people from uh, coming to vote against them. They'll do things like, in America, it's not a public holiday. And there's no, there's no, there's no ability to get agreement to make it a public holiday because Republicans in particular don't want poor unemployed black people in the South, for example, to be coming out and voting because mm-hmm. they're little down their, their position. Oh, yes. Um, so, yeah, uh, the sort of spoiled ballots don't mean anything in a system where voting is voluntary. Mm. Uh, because, in fact, we have, you know, 10-odd million people who are registered in South Africa who sometimes don't even turn up to the ballot to vote. Why is it important for us to understand that in as much as there's a face next to the political party, you're not voting for the person, you're actually voting for the party? Yeah. So the, the reason there's a face next to a political party, first of all, the reason we have a PR system in South Africa in the first place is because under apartheid, white South Africans had this kind of fake elections where you would vote for a candidate in a constituency. And obviously mm. it was only like 6% of the population was voting. Mm. But because the candidates were not in jail, they were exiled, you knew who they were. And so they could vote for, for individuals that had campaigned in their community and they recognized. Once, once we transitioned to democracy, all of the candidates, particularly in parties like the ANC, the IFP, but also people who are coming back from exile and forming organizations like, uh, not forming, but, but igniting organizations like the PAC and mm. Azapo, they, the, the population could not recognize them because they were either in jail, they, you know, they had no public profile. So an agreement was reached that in a PR election, the president of the party's face would be the only face on the ballot. Mm. And that, that would just be to indicate, you know, this is the person who's been campaigning on behalf of this party. So it's not just a logo, there's actually a face next to it. But there's no particular meaning behind that face on the ballot. All you are voting for is a political party. And in fact, only ones who vote for the president are the members of parliament that you elect through the proportional system at the ballot tomorrow. So when you see, you know, uh, Honorable Holomisa, Honorable Ligota, Honorable Maimane, the president on the ballot, it doesn't mean you're voting for them. It means you're voting for the party that they lead. Um, and then once the votes have been counted and they've been allocated proportionally in parliament, those parties will go to parliament, country, and it's those MPs that you've elected proportionally who will decide who your president is. 21 minutes after 8, Metro FM is where you're at. We are talking with one of the founders of apolitical.co. Go check them out, apolitical.co. Especially if uh, you have, uh, I guess, I don't know, uh, goals uh, in public service and uh, you believe that your service is part of what the future needs, then check out apolitical.co.za. Former Member of Parliament, Lindu Mazibuko, will be back after traffic. Right, all the way through to the Kuba uh, get a change. I'm Rob Beasy and this is Fresh Breakfast Traffic. All right, uh, we wrap up the conversation uh, speaking to former MP Lindue Mazibuko. Lindue, maybe can you share with us a very common misconception we have about the importance of voting? I know we've spoken about how people have lost their lives and sacrificed so much, but is there maybe mm-hmm. another reason that we may not be aware of, of why it's important to go out there and vote? So I alluded to it earlier when I said um, that um, in countries with mandatory voting, political parties actually like that. Um, oh, the the line is getting uh, horrible. Lindy, can you just uh, try that again? So I'm, I alluded earlier, uh, spoke about countries where voting is mandatory, yes. like Australia. 
Political parties prefer a system where they can choose who goes to the ballot. Mm. And what they like to do, and it happens all over the world, it's not limited to the United States, but they will send buses to go and pick up in a particular community, the people who they have calculated Mm. are interested in voting for them. And they will discourage, they will actively discourage the people who they know will not support them Mm. from showing up at the uh, the ballot. And, And in countries like the U.S., that takes the form of like, in Texas or something, I think it's somewhere in the South, they're required to have an ID. And a lot of people in the U.S. don't have IDs. It's a form of, you know, you have to have a driver's license. If you don't have a car, you don't drive license. What it does is it disenfranchises the poor. So people look for ways in political parties to prevent the people who are not going to vote for them from showing up to the ballot. So for me, the most compelling reason to show up to vote is that a more, uh, a, a fuller a fuller electorate, everybody to show up to vote, produces a more picture of who people want to support. When you abstain, when you're one of the 10, 10 million odd people who Oh, oh, Lindy, the line is getting so, so um, horrible. So I think maybe it's a good time to uh, try and wrap up the conversation because we are struggling uh, to hear okay. you there. Yeah, but thanks so much uh, for, for, for your time. If you want to find out what Lindy Mazibuko has been up to, go to apolitical.co. C-O, apolitical.co. Uh, they're doing great stuff, especially in uh, the realm and uh, the areas of leadership. If you think you're a young leader that needs that next step, they might help get you there. Apolitical.co.